In the 1990s, two nerds were sent to college by their parents with no one to talk to except each other about comics and tunes. These men probably escaped from fraternity life to the comic book underground. Today, barely wanted by their wives, they survive as podcasters of all things geek. If you have the Anchor app or you listen on iTunes, maybe you can download the Nerd And this is Alan, and welcome to the Nerd and Me podcast. Jonathan, what shall we talk about today? Well, we are discussing our top five favorite weapons from movies and or television. Woo! Okay. (laughs) With a specific focus on 80s and 90s. And if you go past 1999, I'm telling you right now, I'm going to blow my top because I had to whittle my list down and had to take a lot of cool <laughs> weapons out of the 2000s. He had to whittle that list. Actually, I think one of them may be 1999 and a dot. After you better, it, it, if it's X-Men related, it's 2000 and I'm kicking it right out. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. Those claw- it's not on the list. Those claws make an appearance. I'm ending this thing right now. <laughs> right. Well, we can get into that a little bit later. All right. Well, let's... let's, let's uh, Let's talk about why we're doing this. Yeah, why not? It's cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there was a lot of, uh, you know, we talk about the movies and the actors and the blah, blah, blah. But, uh, you know, we've seen some really cool weapons uh, come out of the movies and TVs in the last 30 years. So we figured... When I, yeah, when I made my list, I was thinking about, you know, when I was a kid, were the couple things that, you know, on TV or in movies that, like, I wanted to have or I wanted to play with or I just thought was just really fun and neat and whatnot. And, and that's, the, like, the thought process that came through my head. Right. And, um, yeah, mine too, also. And we uh, discussed already that we're not going to use lightsaber because we'd obviously be able to both our list. That's too easy. Right. But we will talk about it for, like, a second. Sure. So, sure. Why not? The lightsaber. The lightsaber. It, is there <laughs> is there a better weapon? Maybe we both have five other weapons. Uh, but I that's got to be on everyone's list. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the first time I saw it ignited in Star Wars. Well, actually, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll tell that story another time. But the first time you see it ignited in Star Wars, you're like, "What the? Please? What is that?" Yes, and I need one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, you want to start us off? Sure. Uh, no particular order. Start it off. Okay. Uh, I, I don't rank them top five. It's too much pressure to put on me. Right. Um, so I think I'll start with... I'm going to start with something I think you have on your list, and I'm going to steal it from you. All right. Uh, the Proton Pack from Ghostbusters. What? The Proton Pack from Ghostbusters. I hear you. That's a weapon? Well, I guess Heck it is. Yeah, dude, it's shooting like nuclear energy. You can't cross the streams or anything. It's, right. it's the only thing that traps ghosts. Of course, that's a weapon. True. First of all, yeah. How none of the Ghostbusters made it onto the GI Joe team is a uh, is incredible. <laughs> I mean, they had the backpack, they had the goggles, they had the, sure. the proton gun. Um, yeah. You know that thing was nuclear, man. They had to, you know, the, they had the EPA had to shut down the Ghostbusters because of their containment unit and everything else they did. Everything they had was nuclear. It was insane. That you tell me you wouldn't walk around town with a proton pack on your back? 
Uh, if I'm busting ghosts, I guess. Dude, I don't care if I'm going to get ice cream. I'm wearing my proton pack. <laughs> you never know what kind of trouble you'll run into. Because <laughs> if you remember the movie, it, you know, it's basically yeah. bursting of energy. It tears up the hotel, uh, you know, ballroom, and wherever they're at, it tears up wherever they're at. So it's an actual weapon that can that do some real damage. Yeah, I know. That's cool. That's a cool one. It, like it wasn't that. on your list, All though. Right. No, it wasn't on my list. I didn't think of it that way. I thought of it. I thought that, you know, in my mind, a proton. Well, no, I, it, it did it cross my mind. I guess it kind of. Did. I didn't. I didn't perceive that as a weapon, as opposed to, uh, you know, like a lasso. I okay. guess. You know, I mean that's how I mean that's how well, I perceive. But no, it did I, not make I, my list. Why? Because I find better. Well, I was, I, my, here's my problem with not problem, but this is my issue with with our topic is that I really thought you and I would have the exact same things. Like I even texted you, like you're gonna have this on your list, aren't you? And you're like, I'm not telling. But I know, <laughs> first of all, I know the thing I texted you, you. If you don't have it on your list, then it's insane. Um, what? No, what Both I texted you about? Um, oh, so I tried to be. Uh, the the ones I picked are kind of unique and maybe different sorts of weapons. Let's put it that way. So, okay, uh, they might not sure. be my top five favorites, but they're 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 five I liked and, and a little different from the norm, I guess. I hope. <laughs> yeah. Know. Okay. No, that was good. That was different. I like it. That's cool. Nice. Nice. Uh, my first one again in no particular order. Uh, remember that cartoon Dungeons and Dragons? Yes. Hanks. Energy bow. Yeah, that was a cool yeah. item. That was sick. How cool would that be to have a bow, unlimited arrows, and it did things too. It didn't just shoot arrows. I mean, it act, his arrow actually did things. Like some points, I remember they had to cross like this ravine, and he sh- Hank shoots an arrow, and they actually get swing on it. He used it as like a flashlight. It was cool, and and uh, I believe was he probably the only one that actually used it on the show to use the bow itself. Um, yeah. I would say, I mean, you watched it more than I did. Um, yeah, I think he was the only one that actually was able to actually utilize that bow the way. Well, it was was was, was was all of the weapons in there because they were all given a special weapon. Um, yeah, was it that way for all of them? Like they, the only the person wielding it could use it. Hmm, I'm gonna have to uh, go back again to see if right. any of the characters cross use each other's but, weapons. What was cool about that sure. bow was it didn't have a, a string. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Uh, what's the? Is that the official archery term for it? A string? Okay. So yeah. it didn't have a string, but whenever he needed it, he would just. And it didn't have arrows because they're energy arrows. But he would just. It was almost like miming. He would mime pulling back an arrow, and the arrow would appear, and yeah. the string would appear, like an energy string would appear, and then he could use it. So yeah. Every time Hank busted out that bow, I got so excited as a kid. Like, oh my god, that thing is so cool, you know. And uh, and as an adult, I took up archery. Right. You know? Oh, is that why though? <laughs> uh, well, well, archery fascinated me, like Robin Hood stuff. And I took, I was on the archery team when I lived in Virginia. And then uh, later on, I started making my own bows, and I actually crafted my own energy bow, which was basically I made a bow and I painted it gold and and had a like a glow-in-the-dark string, and, and I made an arrow, and I put glow-in-the-dark paint on oh, it and awesome. stuff, and uh, oh, that's did have sick. That, on my did Instagram... It the, uh, did it have that handle? The, like, because the handle was, like, really cut into the bow, right? Did you, yes, did you make that yes, I'm glad you yeah. brought that up. Yeah, I'm, oh, I'm going to have to post Absolutely, dude. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I did my personal account, but I shall upload it on the... The nerd and me yeah, account. definitely. Well, you know, as usual, everything we talk about, there'll be pictures on Facebook and Instagram. 
Yeah. I actually made that bow for my daughter. Oh, that's sweet. Uh, yeah, yeah, because I, I, she watched, well, I made her you watch made the show. <laughs> <laughs> she liked it. So, yeah, Hank's energy bow was was one of the things when I was a kid. It's like, oh, man, that's sick. Because I remember, I think I remember, like, uh, going in the backyard, just picking up, like, a branch that had, like, a, you know, a, a boat out right. shaped to it and just pretending that was an energy bow and just going around just there's, shooting there's things. There's something intrinsic about a bow and arrow I think with people uh, I think every kid picked up a stick at some point or another and used it as a as a bow and arrow obviously when we were growing up we were related to cowboys and Indians but like I guess kids nowadays would relate it to um, you know Marvel superheroes or or anyone else you know a Legolas in, in Lord of the Rings so I think every every generation right. there's something right. intrinsic about and it's and it's easy it's easy imagine to play like you said you pick up a stick you bend it a little, you yeah. have a bow. So, um, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a, you know, you, you, you took up archery and stuff, and I used to do a little bit of archery, no, nowhere near what you did, but, uh, and mine was more because of Hawkeye, uh, in Marvel Comics. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there's something, there's something about a bow, um, when you're playing and you're young, it's an easy weapon, I guess, to kind of, kind of imagine and play with. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's, a, that's a really good choice, man. I don't that think I got sense. anything from a cartoon. I totally didn't think about cartoons. I think, well, look at my list. The majority are uh, cartoons. I didn't think about that. If I know, yeah, I would have yeah, used yeah. Uh, web shooters. But I said, those movies came out in the 2000s. I can't use them. <laughs> All right. My <laughs> next one. Okay. And this is purely, this yeah. is purely for um, intimidation factor. Uh, what? This weapon... I chose before intimidation. Yeah. It, it wasn't on screen long. It, te right. it technically right. wasn't used, but I would love to own one. It's the okay. it's the thermal detonator that Leia, dressed as a bounty hunter, Bush uses in Return of the Jedi. That, that's insane. I love that thing. You wanted to carry around a nuclear bomb, is what you're no, saying? No, it's a thermal detonator. I don't know if it's nuclear. Look, I already got a nuclear proton pack on it. Might as well carry a <laughs> nuclear ball around. Boy, man, when you go big, you go well, dude, big. I, I, came, I didn't come to play. I came to, <laughs> I came to rule. Uh, but you gotta, look, first of all, right. you got a little tiny yeah. five-foot-nothing Leia dressed up like a bounty hunter. Okay? Yeah. Lando was sent in there and never came back. Chewie, uh, uh, Chewie was sent in there. Well, no, she brought Chewie. R2, D2, C3PO get sent in there and they never come back. Here comes Leia right. with Chewie and Chains, dressed as a bounty hunter, going head to head with Jabba, you know, arguing with him, uh, haggling over the price of Chewbacca. And mm -hmm. what's she do when she doesn't hear a price she don't like? She pulls out a thermal right. detonator. Okay, She's oh, it's fantastic though right. because everybody, I mean, everybody in Jabba's palace, you know, jumped back. The Morian guards, right. the other bounty hunters, the dancers, the nine thousand yeah. musicians he apparently had in the special edition. It's a uh, right. Even Job was like, "What?" So, <laughs> right. and I Whoa. love the safety feature on it. You know how a grenade you have to pull the pin, and then the other thing pops out, and then you have like eight seconds. No, not this. Yeah. You just slide the lever up or down, and you have to pay. I mean, you have to sit in your pocket. You know. Are you still saying? It's the cough. Um, 
Son of a gun. You know, you, you, you're, you're riding on your Bantha and this thing could get activated. You don't even know about it. <laughs> That's why I love it. says you're living dangerously with this thing in your pocket. And Leo's like... Hey, I wonder, do you think that she was going to use that thing for real if things got out of uh, hand? Like, you know, like a, this was a suicide mission? No. Or no, just pure for bluffing? It was a suicide mission. It was a bluff. It, it was a bluff. But she had the she had the right. thermal detonator balls to do it. So um, <laughs> yeah, and it was just, it was a. I, I just think that was a cool thing to pop out in the middle of that that movie. And I remember watching it and be like, "What is going on here?" And then she, you know, right. and then when she saves him, I was like, "What? It's Leo." <laughs> it, was, it was. I wonder, did they ever use that thermal detonator in the in the comics or the cartoons? Like, you know, see what it's actually. I think they did was? in the extended universe. I don't know if it's canon or not anymore. Okay. Well, like the other uses, right. but I'm sure it was used in a in a book somewhere because there's just so much you know, there's so much legends stuff out there now. I'm sure someone used oh, it. Right. There. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Thermal detonator. It's a good one. Right. Okay, my number two comes from a film that came out in 1983. Uh, the movie's name is Krull. You know that movie? I do. I never saw it, though, but I, I know what you're talking about. I never, I saw, never saw it? Krull. I'm not into the swords. Wow. I'm not into the swords and sorcery Conan type things. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Well, screw you. No, <laughs> just kidding. Crawl is a movie about this. It's like Jonathan said, it is a fantasy swashbuckling kind of film. And if I remember the name of his characters, but I know... Was uh, one of them Prince, Krull? I think he was. Crawl <laughs> <laughs> was a bad oh, guy, boy. actually. But uh, he had this thing called the Glaive, which was like this... Over, I mean, the size of a frisbee, and it was like a Chinese star with these these blades, a five point blade. I think it was five points would pop out, and uh, and when he would throw it while it's in air, he can control its movements at the same with time. With his might, or? so yeah, he had this power. Uh, yeah, this power. Like if he threw it in midair, he can kind of control as it's flying around and stuff, and he'd like cut people up and stuff. And I thought I was a kid, like, man, that is so cool also. The Glaive. Man, I'm surprised you didn't see that. No, like I said, I'm running to those like, sword, and, sword and fantasy things. Sword is... Okay, well, everyone else that saw the movie, which is probably everybody oh, yeah. else, except well, it's funny, it's, knows what I'm talking they about. They have, um, like, the Predator in Predator 2 had something similar, except his was more rounded, because the Glaive was more like blades, right? For, it wasn't a complete circle, it was more like... Like right, yeah, it, it kind of looked like it, it has the the look of like a starfish, okay. I guess. And then you, I don't know how you'd activate the blades, but they would just kind of pop out, and uh, and then he threw. Yeah, the, the predator in Predator Two, the predator had something similar, but it was it was completely round, and he controlled it with his arm, like. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, that's yeah. still a good one. Yeah. Thank you. That's the glaive. Yeah, I mean, I probably would have put it on my... I mean, there's a lot of weapons. It's actually the show prep on this episode. There's a lot of weapons. What? I know, right? I've been <laughs> off a long time. Um, there's a lot of weapons I would have put on there, but I didn't see the movie, mm -hmm. so I, I didn't feel comfortable enough to talk about them. Um, gotcha. But that tells you how important the weapon was, is if something I could recognize and, and kind of knew what they were about, yet didn't see the movie. I mean... 
you know, they oh, go yeah. beyond the movie. They entered, you know, pop culture around for a little bit. Yeah, just like the energy bow, I remember trying to make my own glaive out of popsicle sticks. Oh, really? Sticks. Yeah, and gluing that stuff together and whipping them around. <laughs> your brother with them? And then, oh, everybody. Funny. <laughs> I got good popsicle stick skills, man. Yes, you do, actually. Okay. Now I think about college. Yeah, you do, actually. Okay. Yeah. My next right. one is the Sword of the Daywalker from Blade. Dude, now that's a sick one. Now, weapon. is that on your list? That was I on my list. Because I remember you owned a replica of it at one point, right? Y- yeah, that thing's The sick. Sword of the Daywalker. <laughs> no, look, it was just a sword. It wasn't adamantium. It wasn't this or that. You know, it couldn't cut down to the molecule, but... That was a badass sword welded by a badass vampire killer. Oh, just think about the entry scene of Blade when you're first introduced who Blade is. Oh, when he's in the you the, know he the the, 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 the hidden light club in the back of the meat pipe. Yes, yes. So he's standing there surrounded by these vampires. He pulls out his sword and literally draws a line on the yeah. ground, daring them to cross that line, and he whoops their look. Butt. Man, we've we've talked about. Um, how Blade pretty much kicked off the superhero um, genre that we're currently in, and um, oh yeah, yeah, I think it doesn't get enough credit for Marvel. It, it and maybe we yeah. need to do a separate podcast on Blade, but uh, oh, yeah, I absolutely, to. just give me an excuse to watch Blade one and two again. Um, yeah, yeah, but the sword is just fantastic, and you know, just just the genius part of him having a little hole cut out of his his overcoat so he can slide the slide it right back in so all you see is the handle sticking yeah. out of the coat um, behind yeah. him and he's just so good with that thing and he just I mean <laughs> was it uh, was the blade silver because did they like did the vampires like collapse and all that stuff when they got hit with it or explode yeah it was laced with silver because he just had basically touched a tip on them and they would like right. disintegrate yeah so it was just a like you said that opening scene um, and you know, give props to Wesley Snipes for his skills in handling the weapon. Um, but that sure. and, and it was a great looking sword. I remember your uh, your replica of the handle was just ornate and really nice, and, and it, it was a good looking sword. And it had a booby trap. It did have like a button or something, right? Yeah. If you didn't deactivate that button the correct way, it would these small little blades that come out of the handle and lock your hand. Oh, yeah, it happens in the movie, too. Don't they take the sword off? Yeah? It does, yeah. Because yeah. the guy's like, I got your sword, and he starts laughing. All of a sudden, his hand explodes, and the guy just starts laughing. <laughs> That's right. And did your, your replica have, like, a little button or something on it, or no? No, I wish. Yeah, right. That'd be funny. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd be just a, a G.I. Joe without my thumb. Joe, hold this. For exactly yeah. two <laughs> minutes. <laughs> yeah. Be right back. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, so that made my list as well. I mean, I love that stupid sword. And you're right, but being that it was a sword, and like if you think of uh, other movie swords like Conan the Barbarian, this was he, this was different. He, they didn't opt for this big, humongous samurai sword. They opted for like a short little wakazishi kind of sword. You know, it's a little... Just enough to do some close quarter combat right. and stuff. Ooh, what was that? Right. <laughs> <laughs> what, my voice did my voice drop a couple octaves? Well, yeah, I just hit know. puberty. Welcome to the world, Tina Brady. <laughs> 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 All right. Now, Blade, that was cool. Yes, I'd love to do a podcast Absolutely. on that. One. 
Okay. Uh, what am I up to? Number uh, three? Yes. My number three, again, from a, a cartoon. Yes. And it's from the cartoon Thundar the Barbarian. Oh, I did this one. Ha! This is, this, is, this is my cheat to gain the lightsaber in there. Yeah, I, I know that was, that was my thought, too. Right. So Thundar had what's called the Sun Sword, uh, which is a mat, which basically was kind of like a lightsaber. But again, Thundar the Barbarian, which was a Hanna Barbera cartoon, if I recall, and uh, and he had this this lightsaber. So the handle would stick to his. He had this like a wrist bracelet, and he popped the thing off, and the Sun Sword would deflect. It was cool because Thundar was like that sci-fi magic realm, right. kind of like uh, what I say before. Um, glaive, right? But it would it would ward off like if you if you threw magic at him, he'd block it and stuff. And he would will that sucker just knock people out with now, it. Now was was the blade the, was the blade energy or fire? I forget. I believe it was energy, but I could be wrong. But I always took it out as some sort of energy thing. I remember there was an episode where his sword broke, and he had like dip his handle into. Man, I have to go back and spend a while. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought about putting it on my list as as the lightsaber cheat, but then I, I realized, I mean, I watched Sundar, but I don't remember enough of it to really talk about it, so I left it off my list. Oh, no, see, Thunder was cool because I remember when I was a kid, you didn't have to have, you didn't have to carry a whole stick. You just had to carry a handle, yeah, yeah. Yeah. you know? And I remember that I took a... I went to the garage and <laughs> no, but not a bad idea. I took off the handle off of my bicycle. You know those bicycles had these little handles yeah, and stuff. And I, and I pulled that sucker off and uh, and I just pretended that was it. I just I put it. Oh, so this is what I did. Yeah, I, I would put it like on a wristband and keep it on there. And then I take out the handle and just pretend I had my sun sword and just start pretend fighting in the air. So it looks stupid because I was just holding a handle, but my imagination says I had the sun sword. Very cool. Dang, dang. Sort of. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> All right, wise guy. What's, what's next? Uh, my next one is the chainsaw from Ash. What? what? Chainsaw. Ash right. Williams's chainsaw from Evil Dead. Oh, now, okay. this... You picked a chainsaw. Yeah, this is... Okay. I put this on the list for basic ridiculousness because in <laughs> Evil Dead Two, um, Ash loses his hand and he's caught. He's caught right. in a tool shed <laughs> trying to fight these demons. And right, his idea is to strap. Uh, he had lost a hand. Is to strap a chainsaw onto his stump and fight the demons with that. And then he he winds up keeping it for the third movie, which is Army of Darkness, where he gets sent back in time and he's he's fighting like at medieval castles and it's just right. so ridiculous but so awesome and this dude I mean he <laughs> even rigged up like a vest where he could put the the, the pull thing I, oh really I, I remember this right like he could kind of slide the pull thing into it and just pull it um so he could hold oh, so he right could hold the gun in the other hand That's so sick. you know Ash is fighting these demons with a chainsaw on one hand and, and like a shotgun in the other and it's just it's fantastic it's it's just gory and it's just so much fun because Bruce Campbell makes everything he does fun and outrageous and I mean come on a chainsaw yeah. for a hand <laughs> the best experience. it is it really is and the fact that he keeps it afterwards you know you know spur the moment yeah. fighting the demons yeah you know, I gotta put a chainsaw on my hand but then you know he just, he just decides to keep it there just in case it's great 
Hey, you never know. That's a cool one. Nice. Okay, my next one is again another Hanna Barbera cartoon, Space Ghost. Right. Do you know who Space Ghost is? All right, but did you watch a cartoon? Did you watch a stupid talk show later on in the? I didn't watch the. No, I didn't watch the talk show, but I watched the cartoon. But like again, I don't remember a lot of it. Like from. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So Space Ghost had these, I, I think they're called power bands, and they're on both wrists and whatnot. And, uh, you know, I don't even remember the exact powers. I just remember that whatever he wanted to do, it would do. He would shoot off blasters. It would be a shield. And, uh, and again, I remember this again as a kid. I would remember putting on, you remember those sweatbands or wristbands you'd right. wear? And I I'd got that. And then I remember going to, uh, this sounds silly, but there was this record store down in my town, I grew up in Dumont, New Jersey. There's a store called the Pyramid, and in the Pyramid back in the '80s, it was really cool to have like leather studs that you can put on bracelets or like on your guitar strap and stuff. So I remember going there and buying like metal studs and like embedding them in my my sweatband, <laughs> wristbands, whatever. And I was creating my own buttons for my uh, for my for my. <laughs> for my bracelets, my power bands. And then I, I made these, like, I think it was three or four buttons on, on each side. And then I did that, and then I went around my house pressing buttons <laughs> and shooting things. You were yep. very artsy-craftsy, yep. huh? Hey, man, it carried on as an adult because I make all... Yeah, you should get an Etsy, you get an Etsy page. <laughs> oh, if you look back, if I could, if I could actually replicate what I did back then, it was terrible. But for my purposes, in my imaginations, I had the power bands, and I yell, "Space goes!" and then fly around and zap things. That's funny. Yeah. The power bands, uh, very cool. Yeah. See, the weird thing is with these cartoons. Like, I watched Space Ghost. I watched Thundar. Um, I watched Dungeons and Dragons. But for some reason, a lot of these cartoons didn't stick with me. Okay. You know, that I could talk about them at length. But, um, yeah, that's pretty cool, though. This man's would be pretty awesome to have. Yeah, <laughs> I think about it. All right, my, what am I on? Four? Five. One, two, three. Uh, four, five. maybe? No, I think I'm at number five. I did Disordered the Daywalker, Thermal Detonator, okay. Chainsaw, and Proton Pack. All right, so my fifth one is the Batarang right. from Batman. Oh, yeah. there you go. Now, that's a good one. This is the first time. Cause I'm used to the Adam West Batman and the, uh, you know, up until 1989, I'm used to the Adam West Batman and the Super Friends Batman. And uh, even even though I read comics uh, back then, I didn't read a lot of Batman. The Batman I read was mostly pre-Frank Miller Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. So when the movie comes out, it's the first time that I remember the Batarang being used as like like a weapon to wound as opposed to just like maybe knock you on your head or or you know to get right. your, your rappel line across the, to the roof or whatever you know he's throwing these batarangs to stick in you you know and <laughs> to hurt you and I'm like oh they can be used <laughs> like that you know so you know they were just these sharp pretty much knives shaped like bats that he would throw around um, and I don't even know if you call them batarangs because, you know, the orang part makes you feel like a boomerang, like it would come back. Like they used to do in the Adam West and the cartoons, you know, would fly back at you. But yeah, yeah. these things will fly back at you because they're sticking out of some bad guy's arm or face or something. Did, did Batman ever uh, have different kinds of batarangs, like besides, you know, like throwing swords, but like a, 
like a smoke bomb thing. I, I figured Batman would have. I, I, like I would that. think maybe when when he got very campy in the sixties and maybe okay, into the seventies. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. Otherwise, I think now if he needs like a smoke bomb, he'll smoke. He'll throw like a smoke pellet. He's not gonna take the time. Yeah. You, know, yeah. you got to remember the sixties. There was a bat everything. Um, oh yeah, the bat shark. Repellent. Yeah, if we could go into the sixties, <laughs> if we could have gone back into the sixties, I would have put the bat shield on my list because. I don't know why. Oh, that was I love cool. when that thing popped out. And maybe they used it three times yeah. in the whole series. But yeah. the fact that he unfold, that it could fold up and fit in his belt. Like, <laughs> I loved the Bat Shield. It was transparent. It was great. I loved the Bat Shield. Origami. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. But yeah, the battery. So, you know, in 89, you know, Michael Keaton using it as a, as a weapon, like a pure weapon. I was like, oh, yeah. man. It's like multitasking. I didn't think about that. I'm like, oh, it's a multitask tool. You can do different <laughs> things with it. Oh, that's yeah. cool. I like that. Uh, okay, so since we share, I did. I did keep a safety because I, I feared that we would we copy each other with at least one. Okay. So can I, can I do my safety since we both had Blade? The, yeah, you can do your safety and your number five. Sure. Okay. Well, that was well. I, that, I did my. That was my number five already. Oh, I did Glade, Power Bands, Thunder. Yeah. Okay, so my safety was. Oh crap! It was it. It's called the Auto Nine, I think, from RoboCop. Oh, okay. Do you remember that gun? Yeah. yeah. And the, the scene, I remember, like, uh, they're at the gun range, and he pops out the gun. You hear, and, and you know, everyone's at the range, and all the cops are shooting, you know, one hole at a time. And you would just hear this burst of fire, like that, and uh, and the target just starts exploding. And uh, when he's done shooting, he puts his hand down by his leg, and his leg opens right. up, and in his leg. I don't know if it's popped out or he put it in his thigh, but no, his holster was in out. his leg. Does it come out? Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah, it comes out and he holsters it and he goes right back into right. his leg. And I was thinking, oh my god, that thing's awesome. So uh, yeah, yeah, that was a that was a great weapon. I mean, that Robocop is so violent, and that was a great weapon for him to have. And um, they have like weapons like that now, like that that like pistols that shoot rap like. Yeah. Automatics. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's crazy. But not as cool as Robocops. Not as cool as Robocops, but that's crazy. <laughs> so wait a minute, you're done with your list? Done. Yeah, I did Hank's Energy Bow, the the Space Bands, the Glaive, the Sun Sword, and uh, Blade Sword was on number five. So, but my safety was uh, the Auto Nine. All right. Just so in you case. see, I came prepared. Yeah, but then you purposely left off in these whip for a reason. Why? Uh yeah. oh, why? Because you think I'd have uh, it? no, 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 no. I always, I never thought of Indy's whip as a weapon, but more as a tool for him. Uh, yeah, because he would, he, you know, he swung across the little crevasse in the beginning of Raiders, and then Last Crusade, he to save his dad. He kind of whipped over. I think it was like telephone lines, and he kind of like ricocheted back into save his dad and stuff. So he used it. I mean, I know he kind of used it as a weapon to keep people back. But to me, I thought Indy used it more as a tool because he had a gun. I really thought yeah. that would be on your list. Oh, I love oh, yeah, Indy. I you know I that. Be on your list. <laughs> but Indy has a gun, so when you know, just like in Raiders, when he's not messing around, he just pulls out the gun and it's right. done. Okay, very cool. Yeah. Now I have one. Um, yeah. I didn't put on the list. Um, but I okay. really was. I was decided back and forth about it. Do you remember back in the day when we were growing up? I think Channel Five would have like Kung Fu Theater. Like in the afternoons, yeah. you can watch cool <gasps> movies. I think I know what you're going right. to say. 
But I'll let you see. Well, there was this one movie that I loved. And in the way... I know what it is. It a little bit freaked me out, but it was just so good. It was called Master of the Flying Galatine. And yes! I love this thing. That was disturbing. You it was like a round... I sure it, it do. Like it was like a... It was like an open round metal circle. It was open in the middle. And... Like Tron's flying, no, no, not Tron. Almost like Zima's thing, whatever Zima. Yeah, but yes, it was yes, yes, to it's a like Zima's, right? And the guy yes. that had it, he would like when he's fighting you, he would throw it out at you. It would go around your head and you know around your right. neck, like settle on your shoulders. He'd yank the chain, yeah, and his blades would come out and just <laughs> slice your head off. And then he'd come back and your head would <laughs> off. I was like, what the heck? Um, but <laughs> oh yeah, I love. I even have that on. It's the only cool movie I have on DVD. Is Master the oh, really? Team. Yeah. That's it was, certain. it was, I mean, <laughs> I used to love Kung Fu Theater. You know, the Five Deadly Venoms right. and all that other stuff. Um, but that one, I just remember being so freaked out by that thing and thinking that was like the most enjoyable. And, and, you know, I'm dumb. I'm a kid. I'm like, I can't believe ancient Japan was this awful. You know, <laughs> we're trying to work. If I recall, when he would throw the, the, the guillotine, it's like a, a basket would deploy. Yeah, you're right. It? I think it would cover the head, right? You really could see Yeah, that it would cover the head. So when the head would come off, it would be you're in the right. basket. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, man, that's a good one. Ooh, that's yeah. a great one. Master I like that guillotine. one. We have to find a picture of that and post yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, that's a good one. When you said Kung Fu, I was like, oh... That should have been on my list, but that's... That's not a podcast we got to do, man. The Kung Fu movies of the 80s. Well, I don't, there were probably... Oh, absolutely, yeah. We saw it in the 80s, you know. Hey, and when we do that podcast, I'll do it in, in, in like, you know, Chinese, and you'll do it. Sure. And we'll have the, the dubbing off. Okay. Anyway. All right. You need the visual, <laughs> though, dude. What the fuck? You're right. I'm just going to okay. move my mouth. Because <laughs> that'll translate real well. Hey, man. Podcasting. <laughs> okay, so that's that, that was, was fun, fun, man. Was nice, um, trip down. The, I'm telling you, man. I had our target with the weapons. There's so many things I wanted to put on there. There are a lot. Hey, you you list a lot of cool ones. The proton pack, the thermal detonators, ashes uh, chainsaw, flying guillotine, and and uh, blade sword. That's sick. Yeah, yeah, proton. Yeah. That's really sick. And the proton pack, yeah. It, it was neat because when I was thinking about it, I was thinking about what did I do as a kid? Like, what things did I, that I wanted to play or wanted to have when I was a kid? And those are the ones right. that popped up. And it was cartoon-based because I watched a lot of cartoons. I love the Hannibal Bearer stuff. Um, those were awesome. Yeah, I mean, I, I, but, uh, I mean, when I played as a kid, I either played with a lightsaber or one of the G.I. Joe weapons. So in regards to pulling on my childhood playtime, it was narrowed down the as much most of my eighties is based around Star Wars and, and GI Joe, so I'm a little bit about Oh, that. okay. But like you say in the beginning, the lightsaber was king. I mean, right. that it's is big. that thing was actually. So cool. If you Google like greatest weapons or greatest movie weapons, the lightsaber is always the lightsaber is on there on, on a lot of different lists on all the lists. The um, mm -hmm. your glaive is on there. Yeah, oh, is it really on there? Uh, the proton packs are on there. Um, Ripley's, I mean, uh, the Pulse has an official name, the M41A, the Pulse Rifle. Oh, the machine from, gun. Um, yeah, well, that was cool. Yeah, with the flight yeah. on the end, too. Yeah, oh, that, that's right. Yeah, that's that was, sick. Uh, that was on, on most of the list. Um, 
need that flame. The, the disc from Tron, I had never seen Tron, so I didn't, I didn't think about it, but the disc from Tron was on there. Well, yeah, you know, that's kind of a glaive. It was basically... Yeah, that's what I thought. You know, uh, bounce around and stuff. Oh, that's a cool yeah, one. There was, there was a bunch of cool weapons from... Uh, from um, but then they have the, like Dirty Harry's... Uh, what's, what did he carry? The 40... Or forty four, yeah, yeah. forty four magnum. See, but yeah, I'm like, that's just that's a forty four magnum. That's like a regular weapon. So I kind of tried to stay away yeah. from stuff like that too. It's an iconic. It's Zena's, iconic movie uh, weapon, but you know, it's a cult. Whatever, it's a magnum forty four. Zena's little uh, Shrak- chakra glaive. Sh- yeah, that's that's, yeah, that's a good cool one. Too. That, that's actually like a mix of the glaive and the flying guillotine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I wanted a sword on there. That's why I picked glaive. But I really couldn't think of any any pre uh, pre two thousand swords. And I'll tell you what, man, Lord of the Rings is chalk because I wanted to, my first one was Legolas's bow. I was like, I can't. It's two thousand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, that I, I was I was thinking of. He Man, oh, like, He Man, Thundercats. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sword of Omens. Lino Sword. Yeah. yeah, Sword of Omens. I mean, but you know, when I thought of the Sword of Omens, I mean, what did it really do? It just went from a dagger to a sword, and then it called whenever he needed help, which was like every single episode. Uh, it, it gave you sight you know? beyond sight. Oh, Come that's on, true. Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. a good one. The He Man Sword. We need to do a show on. 80s cartoon themes because Thundercats, you mean theme songs? Man, G.I. Joe, oh. theme songs. Yeah, sorry, theme songs. Those things got Grand cool. Tours. Those things were awesome. Yeah. yeah. Gem and yeah, hologram. For sure. Oh, the best. <laughs> <laughs> Even Alvin and the Chipmunks they had a cool did, theme song. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that yeah, was, was cool, fun. man. That was fun. I like that. Uh, yeah, share with us your favorite. Um, weapons or or items whatever uh, you know back when you were a kid that you wanted to play with that you wanted to make or wish you had and stuff like that and and let us know on facebook or instagram and, and drop your yeah, ideas absolutely yeah, on facebook you can find us on uh in the search bar put nerd in the podcast there we should pop right up and every weapon we talk Ooh. about today there'll be pictures posted uh along with the uh, podcast when it goes up so we and uh, instagram Yes, sir. We'll put it there also. Oh, I'm sorry. Nerd and me. Oh, okay. Of course. On Instagram. Yes. Um, Do we have any reviews today or? Oh, well, let me double check. I think we we got a couple in. Let me pull this up here. Um, Oh, man. See, now I'm on the spot and I don't want to. No, okay. Well, I'll talk while you look. Uh, Yeah, so. also, if you get a chance, listen to our other podcasts. Um, Alan does a podcast called the Hidden Gems Podcast, where he talks about um, movies that didn't do well at the box office but are really good. Um, I do another podcast called Fat Guys with Little Coats with my friend Pete. Um, we- How come you don't sing that? Look, could you just look on the internet while I do my thing? Because every time you say fat, I, I always want to hear fat guys. That's why. We will sing it so you can sing it in your head. Like an idiot. <laughs> okay, we actually can got I two reviews. The plug at least. That, that oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Where we talk about uh, yeah. places we travel to, the things we do there, and uh, just our overall experiences where we eat and things like that. Mm-hmm. 
Hence the oh. fat part. I'm sorry. <laughs> Y'all know where, where we got the, can I tell you? Um, uh, uh, it wasn't that fun. Um, Alan and I were in the same fraternity okay. and we had uh, fraternity jackets back in the day. Can I tell you about 10 yeah. years ago, I, I was at my mom's house and I found my old fraternity jacket. And I tried, oh, no. I tried to put this thing on. And I literally yeah. started going, fat guy. It was so <laughs> embarrassing how tiny that. I'm like, how did I ever fit fit into that thing? Because you remember, I, I was a slight young man. I was not a. You're I was smelt. very smelt. And now I'm just yeah. not. <laughs> yeah. Lovely. All right, so <laughs> reviews. Oh, and no, and we got Enter the Nerd Zone. Did you oh, see that? Right? Yeah, it's the Nerd Zone. Jay and Pete talking all things nerdy. Um, Give a listen. Yeah, they have a great podcast. Uh, okay, so we have a review here by oh. Just Ed. This podcast is entertaining because of the musical, comical, and smart intros that they've been doing with the music. Hey, we're smart. The music in the background also gives you a feeling that sort of sets the theme of the episode. What also makes it entertaining is the connection that the two have with each other. Letting them have some jokes most people with a podcast last. Black. I'm sorry. Ooh, wow. man. Okay. It's a lot of well, pressure on us to be funny. Right. <laughs> and we have one from Jeter2994 right now. Alan and John have great chemistry. Love the content. Thank you, Thank Jeter. You. That was a. I hope you make yeah. it to the Hall of Fame All first. Right. Yeah. This is a. Uh, and I forgot okay. one thing. Uh, stuff you don't. Yeah. Stuff you don't need to know. Uh, channel on the. Um, on Anchor, iTunes, and Google Play, where we all post uh, mini episodes, I'll call them, because they're not, they're not uh, like half hour, hour long, on various topics. Uh, usually, I think they've all been solo so far, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The most recent one, actually, t- my two favorite ones so far on that show was Pete did one on the Dukes right. of Hazard, which I thought was really cool. And Jay did one on uh, fictional bands, the band uh Wayne's World. Yeah. Yes, that, that was, was a fun one. I yeah, Jason. Yeah, yeah Jason's been doing his uh, fictional bands. Um, Pete's been doing some. Uh, I guess he's doing classic TV now, and he's been doing some sports, uh, specifically focused on the NFL playoffs as of right now. Um, yeah, I do one on American history called Our Story, and I also mm-hmm. do uh, a, a mini movie review called uh, Movie Pass Moment. And Alan Look does his uh, Marvel. I go on the characters' uh, profiles, which are pretty good. There yeah. you go. Thank you. All right. All right. Is that all? Are right. done? <laughs> that's all. Any other podcasts? Uh, is, I don't know. I think that's enough, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, wow. Hey, man, take care of yourself. This is like going on three right, well, months I'll now. be done by spring. Sure. <laughs> all right. Good. All right. We're that's done, it. right? Till next Martha. time. Peace. Get